2: sort of tend in these situations rod to basically just say that you know kind of to pick up on what you just said i don't have much of a feel because everything that you don't necessarily expect that's going to happen has sort of been what's been happening so how would anybody with any sort of uh, you know with any conviction honestly say that they have a really strong feel as to what they think may or may not happen as our old good friend lauren mullican told me years ago Um, to have a championship run and to get into a championship, you have to have a lot of stars align up all at exactly the same time. And you also have to get a lot of luck along the way. What I will say about this, when you talk about Florida and people not giving them much of a chance, how could you give any team that just beat the Boston Bruins and the Toronto Maple Leafs, not much of a chance, like in all seriousness, I mean, is anybody playing better hockey than they are right now? I mean, I tend to kind of think in these situations, Rod, that it really doesn't matter what happened between October and, you know, the middle of April. What matters is what's been going on the last month or so. And if you sh- show me a team that has is the quintessential example of everything sort of coming together, their checkers are checking, their scorers are scoring, their goaltenders making saves, They're, they've completely absorbed and bought into every single thing That their coaching staff are telling them to do, and they're maybe they are riding lightning in a bottle, but who cares? I mean, they are playing so well right now that I just have a hard time betting against them. I'm a big Rod Brindamore guy. I love Rod Brindamore. I've liked him ever since he was with the um, the the Notre Dame Hounds. You know, like I'm I'm a big fan. Uh, I don't have any skin in this game. I'm I'm not. I'm I'm kind of. one of those people where I have to admit, and and maybe it makes me less of a pure hockey fan than some. I do agree with many that as the Canadian teams start to dwindle off, and now that you got none left, and you're talking about Vegas and Dallas and Carolina and Florida, it doesn't have the same ring to it for me that it does if you got the Oilers or Flames or Leafs playing. But I yep. am curious. To see what's going to happen because I think the hockey's going to be off the charts. I just don't oh, have a personal
3: emotional interest. Well, I'll get you interested. I'll get you interested. And I'm with, <laughs> okay. I was thinking about this this morning. Everybody's saying they're not watching now because the Canadian teams are out. I don't buy it. But having said that, I know you're a huge Blue Jays fan, and that series will wrap up tonight oh. with the Yankees and the Blue Jays at Rogers Center. So we're going to get to that. So we got to speed up here with our topics. So I got to tell you that Woody's RV World is presenting the summer football road trip hosted by the RP show and Engelheim tickets are available right now at rodpeterson.com. It's a charter trip from Engelheim, Regina to Calgary and back June 23rd to the 25th. The trip includes two night hotel accommodations at Hotel Creek Calgary airport, complimentary breakfasts each day, uh, pre and post game parties hosted by me and a ticket to the Rough Riders and the Stampeders on June 24th. Don't wait. It's filling up now. Go to rodpeterson.com, click on the banner. Thank you to Woody's R V World and Engelheim for stepping up to put this together. Point two, stick with me. Zachary Balduke scored the game-winning goal at 13-11 of the third period as the Quebec Rempart edged the Halifax Mooseheads. 2-1 Wednesday night. They've grabbed a 3-1 lead in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League Championship. They're part. Game five goes Friday at Centre a Videotron in Quebec City. The coach and GM of the Quebec Rempart is Patrick Waugh. I got a call this morning, Rimps, informing me that Patrick Waugh, in the middle of this series, is talking to NHL teams about their head coaching vacancies. Columbus looking for Not a coach. Surprising. Calgary looking for a coach. Rangers looking for a coach. So, before we delve into that and our takes on that, the poll question today for Key Auto Group, get a new or pre-owned vehicle that fits you at Key Auto Group. They will treat you right every time, and it's all just a click away at keyautogroup.ca. The poll question is, would you hire Patrick Waugh to coach your hockey team? I put this up on Instagram, and very early on, 100% of respondents saying, yeah, I'd coach Patrick Wah. Or Sorry, I would hire Patrick Wah to coach my team. I just want to check the Twitter vote right now for Key Auto Group. I'm, I'm hoping that the majority is saying, As 58% say, no, they wouldn't hire Patrick Waugh. Uh, I would because he's a winner. And Rems, you are in the NHL circles as me. You talk to the guys, same guys. Well, not the same guys I do, but you talk to NHL people and certainly junior hockey people. All they say about King Roy, which the French translation of Roy to English is king, is that he's hard to control. He runs hot. I'll take a guy like that 10 times out of 10. You and I have been accused of running hot, Remp's. <laughs> Maybe that's why we <laughs> many work for times. ourselves. I don't know. I want to hire Patrick <laughs> Watt to coach my team because he's a winner. That's it.
2: Yep. You? Well, it didn't take him you? long in Colorado to get to a. Uh, when he was uh, given an opportunity in Colorado, didn't take him a long time to get their team deep in the playoffs, did it? I mean, look here's the here's the bottom oh. line with a guy like that. He 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 is. Um, he is a very highly emotional, highly intense guy. Remember, remember the, it'll be ingrained in my brain forever, his spat with Mario Tremblay back in the day at the forum when he literally lit up his coach on the bench and after you know what getting said, pulled.
3: You know what he said, right, to Ronald Corey, the president of the Habs, on his way off the bench? That's an infamous story when he got right in the face of the guy in the suit behind, yeah. sitting behind. You know what he said? I'll never play for this team again.
2: Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I know. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. Continue. Great, continue. Co- well, no, no. No, it's great stuff. It's just it's but that's Patrick Waugh, you know? Um I I I don't know. There's some guys though, you just kind of get the feeling, Rod, that it doesn't matter where they go, they're gonna figure out a way to win. They're just gonna figure out a way to win. If you're a player, how can you not respect them? You could you could make an argument. I know a lot of people will say Martin Brodeur. But I don't know. I mean, has there ever been a better goaltender than Patrick Waugh in the National Hockey League? Like, I'm saying better. Has there ever been a guy that was a bigger player in big games, big situations, on, frankly, teams that probably shouldn't have won? Uh, You know, I mean, here's a guy that's highly emotional, highly intense, but he commands respect. And, you know... It's interesting how when you listen to former players talk about him, you know, it's a little, bit, a little bit of a mixed bag. But, I mean, what, like, frankly, don't 90% of coaches that go on to have lots of success sort of, like, I don't know, do any of them have every single player that they ever coached that just absolutely loved them? Like, it's, it's a bit of a thankless job. You know, hindsight is always twenty twenty. 20 but I, this guy wins every time. So why wouldn't you give him a chance? seriously I don't get you it, want to win man, but that sport that's how sports
3: has changed although it hasn't really changed i remember in the 90s when mike keaton was banished to the khl i remember him saying whether it was publicly or privately iron mike said i don't understand why nobody's hiring me you don't want to win because iron mike had that reputation similar to a Rowa, you know
2: and look at Babs, yeah, but- your, your boy babs yeah, I I think no, that's that's no very fair. Um, I think that there, there every once in a while though, you find a guy like uh, you know, uh, Ken Hitchcock would be another example of a guy. Okay, Mike Keenan for sure. Where sometimes those types of guys cross into uh a territory where the players that play for them will say they're, they're just not a very good person. They're just a mean spirited person that on the, at the human level, you can only take so much like, like after a year and Daryl Sutter would be another guy. It's like you're willing to be berated and belittled and criticized and manipulated and, and torn down and then picked up and torn down and picked up and torn down and picked up so many times. But when it gets to a point where there's just mental exhaustion and fatigue sets in, um, you just, at some point, guys, just they just say, I've had enough. I can't take it anymore. Like, I have never hated playing the sport of hockey more than what I do right now. But I never heard that about Patrick. I didn't. No. I didn't hear those kinds of stories from him.
3: And he continues to win at the junior level. Right, He's in the league final. He's a win away from the Memorial Cup. So anyways, we're going to move on. But uh, from Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, he writes in and says, is it running hot or is it passion? Passion breeds winners. From Rod Monroe, that's producer Clark's dad, he says Patrick Waugh brings the passion. It's not for everybody, right? Intense. Uh, From Wayne in Victoria, B.C., he says, yes, Rams is always passionate. And always entertaining. He's like Casino Regina. Always entertaining. <laughs> Kelly speaks the truth. From Monty in Saskatoon, he says the Regina Pats need a coach. Rawade coach the Pats next season. I know who the coach <laughs> is going to be for the Regina Pats. It ain't going to be Patrick Waugh. I've been sworn to secrecy. We have three minutes left in this segment. Next segment, we're going to get into NBA, Blue Jays, cheating in sports, football, buzz, and a whole lot more. But Dallas, Vegas, in the Western Conference Final. Our exclusive betting partner, Ben Regal, has been in six. I'll go back to Love it. He's like, well, the odds makers have Vegas and Carolina, so let's get ready for a Dallas, Florida, Stanley Cup. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. I thought it was hilarious. Um, I guess I have a bit of a rooting interest for Vegas. I know those guys well, although I have a connection with my dad to Dallas. Yeah, well, exactly. Should be, a hell of a, should be a hell of a series, man. If people aren't tuning in, they're missing out. Um, I've got Vegas to win in six, but what are you thinking of that one?
2: Yeah, I mean, if, I guess the smart money would probably... You, you, here's one thing I've learned, Rod. You can never go wrong by betting on six. Right? Because it's usually going to be five, six, or seven. (laughs) So you're not going to look too bad no matter if you pick six, you almost can never go wrong because nobody's ever going to bust your chops and say, oh, it wasn't even close. They won in five, you know? So, but yeah, I I just, I think that I tend to this time of year, I tend to sort of err on the side of who I think is a better team. And I do think that Las Vegas is a little bit better team. Interesting story there, though, hey? Kelly McCrimmon fired Peter DeBoer and then he goes on to coach the team that he's going to end up playing in the finals. That's kind of a fun story.
3: It's a hell of a story. Are they going to bump into each other underneath the stands?
2: I mean, I bet you they get along great. No, I bet you they do. Like sometimes those, not every divorce in, in hockey is a, I mean, Kelly McCrimmon and Bobby Lowe's parted ways. Um, back in the day and they were, they were like best friends. Like, and, and just, they just said, look, it's just not working out right now, but they, they were, you'd see them talking in the rink in the bowels of all these right. rinks and it's like, they were long, long lost friends. Maybe they got that kind of relationship. Uh, that's, a Mc, that's a McCrimmon thing. I don't know how he does it. He's yeah. a
3: silver toned <laughs> devil. We're firing <laughs> you, but we love you. So, okay. Can we still be friends? And it works. How do you do that? I don't get it, but he does. When we come back, we'll get into the junior story. As promised, football, buzz, cheating in sports, Blue Jays, Yankees, a hot series at Rogers Center, NBA. We're only halfway through our quick six show topics. We're live on the Game Plus Television Network. We are Atlanta's NHL show on WQEE radio and, of course, podcast and live streaming Daytime Sports Talk continues on Game Plus Television, WQEE, and streaming. And by the way, folks, right now you can save 15% off all regularly priced and in-stock parts and accessories at Woody's RV World Saskatoon location. Each purchase qualifies for a draw entry into the RV Show Summer Football Road Trip. at Calgary in June. June 24th is the game. If you purchase an RV at Woody's RV World, you'll get 10 entries into the draw, which we will be making on June 17th. The Silver Fox Kelly Remple, stepping in for Moose DuPont today. He joins us from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, an NBA note, point four of our quick six. Jimmy Butler scored 35 points, and the Miami Heat rallied in the second half to beat the Boston Celtics 123, 116 in game one of the NBA's Eastern Conference Finals out West, the Lakers. Look to bounce back against the Nuggets in Game Two tonight of the Western Conference Final. Despite a strong second-half comeback in Game One, the Lakers fell 132-126. Ramps, you've been dying to talk about this, I'm sure. I want your take. People need to understand the Silver Fox, very big Blue Jays fan, even when they suck. Rempel was really <laughs> the games every day to watch him. Point um, five of the Quick Six, American League East rivals. Toronto and the Yankees finish off a testy four-game series at Rogers Center tonight after dropping the first two games. Toronto responded with a 3-0 win Wednesday night. Catcher Danny Jansen belted a three-run walk-off homer in the 10th. Jose Barrio starts on the mound today for the Jays, while Nestor Cortez will pitch for the Yankees. So what are we thinking, man? These guys aren't even battling at the top of the AL Eastern standings, but they are. Clearly, better rivals, Kelly. Did you feel like this smoke came out of nowhere this week, or were you kind of expecting some heat when the pinstripes came to town?
2: Um, you know, you, those are kind of things that are spontaneous, right? You 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 can't really plan for them. You know, sometimes somebody gets plunked, or there's a there's a specific incident that is a just a just a freak situation that happens, and it kind of sets everything off like a keg of dynamite. Um, I think there's a there's obviously a rivalry there just because they compete in the same division, so every game is so important and all of those kinds of things. Um, you know, I wasn't expecting it, but I'm not entirely surprised. In fact, I'm a little surprised that those things, these kind of things, don't happen more. They used to happen all the time. It felt like when I was a kid, every time you turned around, there was heat between teams, and now it's it's like I know that athletes are different now and all that, but it's kind of refreshing, quite frankly. I love it.
3: Um. It's interesting. Me too. It's, it's interesting you say that because the young kids wouldn't understand this happened all the time. And when Alex Petrangelo took an axe to the arm of Leon Dreisaitl in round two, I was like, <gasps> yeah. Back in the day, Reps, that was, that was a yeah. Monday.
2: Tuesday. In the dub. That, exactly. <laughs> no, <laughs> that I, was, I. So. Pl- yeah. Players are different. They're different. People are different. Social media has changed. It seems like. Nowadays, we get fired up about things that are like, uh, anyway, let's not even get started on that. But talking about the Blue Jays, Rod, I I have to say this. I enjoy this team. Um, uh, They are what I thought they would be. I didn't think that they would be a lot better than they were last year, and they're not. I thought they were pretty darn good last year, and I still think they're pretty darn good this year but i don't think that they've i don't think that they've um taken as big of a giant step as i would have liked but they're still entertaining it's an observation on my uh, part rod and i'd be curious to get your thoughts i don't know how close you follow it but i feel like john schneider has sort of changed yeah i feel like john schneider has changed the the dna of the team a little bit you know he's moved guys like teoscar hernandez and lord Goriel, kind of like the flamboyant guys that you know there was just a little too much horsing around in the dugout for my liking he's replaced him with guys like dalton Varcio and brandon belt and kevin kiermeider that that are a little more dry they're not as colorful they're not as entertaining there's not as many shenanigans but they're better defensive players. Not as good offensive players, but they're better defensive players. And I think well, he's just tried to kind of make it a more of a work-like environment. And um, has it translated into a lot more wins? Not really. But I like this team.
3: Well, but they're winning more than they lose. I, oh, I yeah. think in the playoffs, this will be the third straight year. You were under Charlie Montoyo. Who doesn't love Charlie Montoyo? But it was, a, it was romper room. I'm, I'm with you, uh, you know, the dancing, the home run jacket, all that was fun to watch, but it's like, guys, we need to get serious here. And under John Schneider, yeah. I feel like the team's grown up, but, um, I, I appreciate the question when we bring on, uh, Mike Wilner next time, I'll put that to him. What has John Schneider changed? But it seems like the team has grown up under him, but Rems, I want to go back to a couple of things here, uh, because we don't, we, our time with you is limited um, Jason in Red Deer writes it. He says, sorry, I'm behind by about seven minutes, but I have to chime in on Roa. He was a coach in the NHL and won nothing. He's too hot and can't handle the game today. LOL. That's from Jason. From Brett Taylor in Calgary watching. He says, hiring Roa to coach is like putting Kelly Rempel on the air. You risk the volatile reaction, but you know you're always getting a winner. From Ryan in Saratoga, New York. He says, good day, Rod. As a Yankees fan, I can't defend what Herman did. His mistake is on him. Yes, he's been suspended 10 games for having a substance on his hands. It is on him. We're moving on from that. And from Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, he says, everything in sports used to have a lot more spice. You don't have characters like Scott Schultz calling players fat, sassy pigs anymore. So that's chiming in from the audience. The sixth point that I had, I'll get to the junior hockey talk and CFL stuff later. I want to put this to you, Kelly. With the Aaron Judge thing, and everybody thought, you know, was he looking at the, in his dugout, were they stealing signs? And then this with the sticky hands. Cheating in sports, it goes on. But when you have commissioners stand at a podium and say, we don't cheat, or they fire Tim Peel for admitting that they make makeup calls in an NHL game, when we all know that they do, but they need to preserve the integrity of the game. We can't let the fans think because of the betting aspect that uh, the calls aren't even, or they aren't calling it the way they see it. Folks, it goes on. But
2: the fans want to believe it. So when they get some... Yeah, you go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say, okay, but wait a minute. There's a difference between, in my opinion, stealing signals is when you have a Bill Belichick situation where the other team is scheduled to practice between 10 and noon. And you go up in the in the uh, suite in your stadium and you record their practice so that you can go over and pour over the video and steal their calls. That's cheating. Looking at the coach on the signal calling a defensive play on the sideline in real time and stealing signals is not cheating, in my opinion. I mean, when I played Little League well. Baseball, Rod, if we were on second base— Let's say you're a base runner, you're on second base, and the catcher on the other team puts down one between his legs for a fastball and two for a curveball, we would hold our hands in certain positions so the batter knew what he was going to throw, a fastball or a curveball. That's not cheating. The cheating is when you have mechanical things Outside of the game, and you're stealing that from a, from from an electrical piece of equipment to cheat. If you are smart okay, enough okay. that you can, right? I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm sorry. But smart enough. Continue. Go ahead. Oh, that's my point. It's not cheating if it's in live time. And you're smart enough to recognize that the defensive coordinator of another team, when he goes like this or whatever he's doing, is they're going to run a, a, a cut defense instead of a, of, a, of a zero cover blitz. That's not cheating. But if you learned it because yeah, you well, put equipment I, up in the stadium, that's cheating.
3: Well, I think that's... I think. I apologize for the tech issues, but I think that is the... Uh, the rule book in Major League Baseball is electronic devices being used to aid in cheating uh, is against the rules. But I guess who gets to decide what's cheating and what isn't? So I guess the, que- the secondary poll question I was going to get to, Rems, is this. And we have time to get this. I want your opinion. It's not our poll question today for Key Auto Group, but I thought about it. If you won a championship but you cheated, would you feel guilty? you brought up the Patriots, who are the kings of it. Are they, uh, do they feel bad? The answer is no. Six of them. They don't. But the Saskatchewan Rough Riders were $13,000 or whatever it was, $17,000 over the salary cap in 2013. That's cheating! Did we care? No. So
5: where's well, the line?
2: the... Well, uh, yeah, I, I, and you know what? Here's, here, here's let, me, let me answer your question with a question. Where's the line? Everybody has a different line. So your line might be different than my line. My line is $13,000. That's like two injuries that were unavoidable. If you're $400,000 over the cat, that's cheating because you made zero effort. To try to stay on side. You basically just went out and and you you took the rules and you threw them out the window and said, I don't care about the rules. I don't. I'm just gonna win. I don't care what my fine is. Doesn't matter. I don't I I don't want to play in the sandbox fair with everybody else. But if you're marginally over and it happened because of extenuating circumstances, I don't see them being the same thing. It's like the difference between driving 35 kilometers in a school zone and 100 kilometers an hour in a school zone. They're both offside, and they're both speeding, but one's five kilometers an hour, and one's 65. Like, I don't see them being the same.
3: Well, <laughs> uh, I see. This is why I wanted to get to this, because this is, we met with a guy yesterday who, wanted, who said to me, a business guy here in South Florida, he was like, what, what set your show apart? And I said, I don't know. Watch it. <laughs> i can't tell you as we're sitting here right now you're this asking would me be it. this would be it well because glenn in medicine hat Glenn erickson writes it and he says yep kelly gets it i'd lead off second base crouch with my two hands on my knees and hold one or two fingers against my uniform simple from craig smith our director of scouting he says i stole signs from the defensive coordinator jerry friesen of the dinos on coverage until they put a couple guys in front of him From Ted and Redner says, I agree 100% with Kelly on the definition of cheating. So I guess that's all fair, I guess. I mean, 1993, what was the story? Stanley Cup final, the Montreal Canadiens, in the middle of the night, broke into the LA Kings dressing room and measured all their sticks and knew that Marty McSorley's was illegal. So they waited to a key point in the game and then called that stick measure. Is that cheating? They didn't use anything electrical, Kelly. No, no, but, okay, but,
2: okay, no, no, I know, but, okay, Rod, but breaking into a dressing room and measuring the sticks is cheating. But if they would have looked at his stick on the bench and taken a real close eye on it and had somebody specifically in game time look at all the sticks and go, well, that stick right there, the fifth one on the bench, who is McSorley's, is clearly the one that's the most bent that's the one we're going to use that's not cheating like i guess what i'm saying is is that if it falls within the three hour game in real time and you're and you're using that time to make certain observations or whatever it is you're doing it's not cheating but when you're doing things outside the game like putting equipment up in the stands to video things or you're stealing or breaking into dressing rooms that's cheating like to me it's pretty I don't see them being the same. I don't even see how any rational person could not see that. If you look in a dugout and you see a coach flipping a certain signal, signaling to your player that this is what they're going to do, that's not cheating. But if you used a video camera to do it, it would be. I I get it. We could go on
3: about this for hours, but we've reached the end of our time and I apologize for that, but we got to roll Randy Mollers in next from the Florida Panthers. Kelly, thanks for spending some time with us. It went by fast. And go WHL. It's been too long, Rod. I agree. Seattle. I agree. We'll see what happens. They got, a, they got a good chance at it this year. We'll be back and talk Game 1 Stanley Cup Eastern Conference Final when we return. We're live on the Game Plus Television Network on the Radio WQEE podcast and live streaming. Are you tired of overspending on your purchases? Say hello to local deals available on the MySask411 app, which brings you amazing deals and offers right at your fingertips. With a few taps, you can save big on your next shopping spree, from dining to clothing. MySask411 has discounts for all your needs. Download the MySask411 app and start saving today. Canadian Center for Men and Families Alberta supports men through relationship breakdown. It's meaningful for men to have support while they navigate difficult situations. Our goal is to help equip men to create a better future for themselves and their families. In 2022, CCMF Alberta held our first annual Footsteps for Father's Walk, and thanks to generous corporate and individual supporters, we exceeded our goals. Now is the time to join us and be part of the change by supporting the second annual Footsteps for Father's Walk. On Father's Day, Sunday, June 18th, we're walking to build a community where men can be better dads, workers, and community members. Walk with us. Walk to raise awareness for men's mental health. Walk to support men and families. Gorgeous day on the old RP show down here in South Florida. Aerial coverage presented by progressive game one tonight, Eastern conference, final Florida, Carolina for the Panthers fans watching. I'll be at the block party at the backyard of Fort Lauderdale tonight for the watch party. Randy Mulder joins us. The longtime Panthers brought Randall on They were support, but they are man. How are you feeling going into game one here tonight? Well,
5: hey, first uh thanks Rod for having me on. Uh, I am I'm pretty cool and uh pretty comfortable right now, but uh you know, it's not very often you get into the semifinals, uh the Eastern Conference Finals in the National Hockey League in the playoffs. So um I, I I'm really looking forward to this. We've had a number of days off to be able to think back on where the Panthers were and how they're getting into this this series against Carolina, and, you know, I've got all kinds of notes. Of, uh, the one thing, I, you know, it, it, it's tough for me because, A, we, we're not broadcasting the games. Obviously, they're on national TV, on TNT for this round. But we do have on Bali Sports Florida, I want to get that in there quick. We do have a postgame show, and it's an hour postgame show after every game, home and on the road in this series we break it all down Steve Goldie Goldstein and I we have all the highlights we have all the interviews we have got special interviews we got the stats and and the and everything on the who what why and and why the outcome of the game we'll give it give you uh as straight as we can and we always do um why the Panthers won or why the Panthers lost and uh we look forward to that the only thing is is we're we're on at 10:30 uh till 11:30 at night so it feels like I'm I'm back at uh, CKRD and Red Deer doing the help and do the sports at 11 o'clock at night.
3: Uh, Well, I'll tell you something, Moles. Our interviews are different than everybody else's. Uh, Shout out Red Deer, by the way, where we're airing on Channel 924. Tell us, you stopped me in the press box with 20 games to go and you said we need to go 15-5 and the rest of the way. And I thought, the guy's mad. Panthers haven't been in a playoff spot all year. And they did it. How did they do it, Randy? Well, they, this, they, they accepted
5: the way they had to play in order to be consistently successful. And they've carried that through the playoffs already. The Panthers have gone from, go back to last year, the highest scoring team in the NHL since the 92-93 Mario Lemieux-Pittsburgh Penguins. Won the President's Trophy. But when things got tight, in the playoffs last year and they lost four straight to Tampa Bay, something had to change. Something had to change. Now, you can't go and just change all the personnel, but the Panthers thought, we'll bring in a coach that has experience, that can teach this team how to play playoff hockey, low scoring, grind it out. And it took a long time, Rod. You and I saw each other. In the press box, going oh boy, there was a lot of learning, a lot of learning curves. There was a lot of pain, but you could see it coming. And once the team started to get, really get healthy, and Barkoff and Lundell hitting their stride, Anthony Duclair coming back into the lineup late in the regular season, finally, you know, over the illnesses and the, the quirky scheduling that the Panthers had to go through. Hey, you've seen it so many times. The Los Angeles Kings, the first time they won their Stanley Cup, where they hit their stride right at the right moment, made the playoffs and went all the way. The St. Louis Blues, the year that they won the Stanley Cup, they were uh, dead last in the NHL in the first week of January. So they've learned how to play, play together, grind it out, solid defensively, and that's where they're at now. That's, where, that's how they're playing, and that's how they've shut down two of the best teams in the NHL, in the Boston Bruins, and the Toronto Maple Leafs.
3: Well, because I've seen them all year, I've counted them out three times. I counted them out at Christmas. I counted them out before the playoffs. I counted them out in round one. They keep proving me wrong. I'm happy to be wrong. Trust me, I am. But here's a question I can't answer, but I get it a lot. I'm going to put it to you. The same day Keith Kachuk called this team soft on Toronto Radio, you guys were in Toronto. And Pomo lost lost it on the bench on his guys. People are saying, was that a turning point? I don't know. I'm not traveling with the team. Do you think it was? Oh yeah,
5: absolutely, absolutely. The the team had lost three straight. They were coming off a horrible, uh, lackadaisical, undisciplined loss in Ottawa two nights or the two nights before. They come into Toronto, all of a sudden, Sergei Bobrovsky is not with the team. He's got an illness. They've got to go to Alex Line. The, the, The Toronto Maple Leafs had won nine of their last 10 at home, scoring an average of four and a half, five goals a game. We're still on the outside of the playoffs looking in. Something had to change drastically. And yes, Keith Kachuk did have that interview. And he said what he said. Paul Maurice has been so disciplined and level-headed all season long, but as he told the press and he told us as well, he just felt it was time to let his feelings be known. He's given these guys every benefit of the doubt. And if we're gonna do this, it has to be now. And sure enough, he he just lost his breakfast right on the bench. The Panthers came back. Montour scores in overtime to win it. The Panthers go 6-1-1 the next eight games, qualify for the playoffs on the last day of the regular season. And look where we're sitting now. That Paul Maurice talks about even through the ups and downs and the and the the troubles, the adversity during the regular season. He still felt that the team was listening. They understood how they had to play, the adjustments that they needed to make in their game. He said, even if we lost the game, he could still see that belief in the team, the belief in the system, the confidence and the belief in each other, not the coaching staff. You don't have to have the belief in the coaching, but but belief on the bench in the locker room with these guys. And he said that never wavered. And then when we started getting our momentum and went through that stretch where they went 6-1-1, he said, we just saw an uprising, a tsunami of confidence in this team that he said, now it's their team. They're the ones that are in charge. They discipline and make adjustments themselves and that's where they that's why he's so confident in this team and that's why i think he's so appreciative of uh being behind the bench seeing the maturity very quickly of this hockey club that had to make some changes
3: uh, Randy, we have a minute. You're a TV guy. You know what that means, but I'm dying to ask you who should get the credit for the culture here because you saw Pomo say, I didn't change anything. I came into a good culture and I didn't screw it up. You've been here longer than anybody else. Who's responsible for that?
5: Well, Bill Zito was the one that brought in Paul Maurice. Bill Zito was the one that brought in the Stahl brothers. Bill Zito, uh, all the players that the the uh, besides the core of the Barkov, Ekblads, he brought in, uh, uh, you know, Lois and, and through a trade. Lomberg signed him, and he's a fan favorite. He's the one that's got the stamp on this team and his belief. And how about, Rod, Bill Zito, one of the only teams in the NHL at the trade deadline, did not make a move. He came out public, publicly and said, we believe in this team. We're going to stick with this team. We think that they can get it done.
3: Love the answer. Moles, always love chatting with you, as you know. Go Panthers. I'll be watching the postgame tonight. Can't wait till we visit again.
1: If
5: I'm not dead by Friday, I'll be roaring Saturday night, Rod. You know that.
3: How about uh, uh? I know that for sure. All right. The great Randy Moeller joining us. Thanks, Moles. Florida Panthers uh, television color commentator and, of course, great alum. Seriously, been here longer than anybody else. Who's enjoying this more than him? We'll be back with an audience takeover after this. Bernie Nichols coming up in hour two. We're live on the Game Plus Television Network. We're Atlanta's radio uh, home for the NHL on WQEE. We're also in podcast form and live stream. audience takeover time we got a long ways to go in a short time to get there as promised a sports update heavy smoke from fires burning in alberta and bc is disrupting the cfl training camps of the edmonton elks calgary stampeders saskatchewan Murph riders and bc lions the stamps are forced to cancel wednesday's practice due to poor air quality the elks riders who are in saskatoon and lions who are in Kamloops, bc all move training indoors to get away from the smoke How about this? A Florida judge has sided with superstar golfer Tiger Woods in a legal dispute with his ex-girlfriend. Judge Elizabeth Metzger rejected an attempt by Erica Herman to throw out her NDA with Woods late Wednesday. The judge called Herman's allegation that she was a victim of sexual harassment vague and threadbare. And Justin Thomas is the returning champion as the PGA Championship. Golf's second major of the season gets underway today. At the Oak Hill East course in Rochester, Canadians Nick Taylor, Adam Hadwin, Corey Connors, Mackenzie Hughes, Taylor Penrith, and Adam Svensson are also in the field. Hey, sign up and play for free. Bet Regal's free PGA Championship contest to win a $100 Visa gift card and a Bet Regal golf shirt. Visit BetRegal.net slash PGA to play now. Bet Regal is Canada's betting platform for every better from beginner to expert. Sports update also for Landmark Cinemas in theaters June second. Spider Man across the Spider Verse. Miles Morales returns for the next chapter of the Oscar-winning Spider Verse saga. I kind of got to apologize a little bit. There are some internet issues going on in the neighborhood here. It's uh, causing some issues with our feed, but you're getting the gist of it. We're getting through it. And to be honest with you, I'd mentioned earlier we had met with. a business guy here in Florida yesterday, and he was like, what's your show all about? What makes it different? And I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Just watch it and find out. And then he had and went back and watched some shows, and he goes, I really like the recovery theme and the, the tips that you throw out there for happiness and uh, to have a happy life. Well, here's, here's one today. I got up today and everything was going wrong, and it continues to not go entirely right. But certain things were out of my control, including this internet. There's nothing that I can do about it. It's frustrating. You're having a day like that, start your day over. Start it over. And uh, I've done that a few times, and it's getting better, thanks to you and us all together. And then I reached out to my recovery coach, the great Bob Marier, who splits his time between South Beach and Montreal. And I just said, Bobby, I hope you're having a great week. It's uh, going through some issues here today. And he goes, listen, you and I have a lot to be grateful for. We went through it, and it's all clear sailing ahead in our lives. I'm like, thank you, Bob. He's the best. Reach out to somebody that you trust and respect, somebody that you know is a ray of sunshine when you're having a tough moment, and uh, you'd be surprised at what happens. Last minute of play in the RP Show, Hour 1. Regarding the Panthers and Canes from our director of scouting, Craig Smith. He says, I'll take the Canes in six, but I wouldn't bet on it. <laughs> he says, The Panthers have been incredible giant killers. From Jeremy Shackleton on YouTube, he says, 2012 Kings all over again. From Brian in your Manitoba, he says, Have you missed hanging around with Moose the last few days? Moose is very good at a lot of things, he's good at the tech first day he's gone tech issues he's very good at the lighting he left the light up so yeah moose is good at a lot of things it'd be nice to have him here full time special guests coming up in hour two including bernie nichols after this head to youtube.com slash the rod peterson show now
5: you gotta subscribe click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed